paw prints on an old trail. A little over five years ago, I made the acquaintance of a woman in her eighties. When she asked how long I'd been back, I told her the date I arrived. That's the day I buried my John, she said. She seemed to warm to me, and when she asked what I did, I told her that I'm right. Her eyes lit up, and her mouth turned up at the ends in a smile. She had written a book about the loss of her two daughters, but had yet to publish it, and wondered if I might be able to help. I told her a little about publishing an e-book on Amazon, but the line across her forehead indicated that she might need more information, and we made plans to meet during the week. I think you've been sent to help me, she said. I thought I might have a few other things to do, but she had been a school teacher for many years and was beloved by the community. I had not gone to school there myself, but it would not hurt to help someone else. Her manuscript was already written and edited, and had been sitting in her desk for almost thirty years. She had lost one daughter in a car accident, and she and her husband had raised three small grandchildren. Later, their second daughter took her life, and they raised another grandchild. John had been a fighter pilot and decorated squadron leader in the British RAF, and was an engineer in the private sector. He had been thinking about retiring early so they could travel. But when they took responsibility for the grandchildren, he stayed on at work until the children finished high school. She was younger than her husband and continued teaching until the grandchildren completed tertiary and trade training. She'd spent the last ten years nursing her husband at home and took his dog walking every morning and evening. A tall woman, her husband had dwarfed her. They'd met when she was fifteen and he had told her he knew from the day he saw her that she was the one for him. He wrote to her when he was away and always went back to see her when he was in town. She kept his medals clean and his jacket spotless as it had always been. She seemed desperate to publish the book about her daughters. She had written it but it had been a collaboration with John, and, although it was about her girls, she talked more about his involvement in it. It was as much a legacy of her husband's as it was of her daughter's. I don't have anything to live for now that John's gone, she said. I was concerned enough 
to tell one of her closest friends who lived nearby. She knew already, and a group of them visited her regularly to make sure that she ate. The grandchildren visited every few weeks. Her husband had been close to the elder's great-grandson, who loved to play with the dog, and they would walk along the beach with her when they were there. John had a favourite spot that he liked to stop at, and she arranged with the local council to have a park bench placed there with a plaque as a memorial to him. It gave her great pleasure to sit there with the dog and watch the sun rise and set. She had intended writing about her husband's life, but seemed to lack heart with the passing months. She said that it wasn't the same without him there to talk to, and was content to leave a book of poems written by her father and the story about her girls. Always slim, she grew thinner each day and died within a couple of years of her husband. The dog survived them and lived with her friend a few houses away from their home and took the same trail every day that he used to with them.